Wiz just wanna have fun. Wiz just wanna have fun. Wiz, no, no. I don't fucking know, dude. Oh, man, that was. We'll just, try it again. We'll try it again. Y'all were talking about watch cringe. That made me cringe. For <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was bad. Dude. Welcome to episode two. <laughs> we have a mysterious guest who has to stay anonymous. What do we? What do we call you? Yeah. Uh, you can just call me G, the watch guy. That's my Reddit handle. So. G. G. Holy okay, shit. we'll call you that. A little special thing about our guest is he's a level 40 Rolex watchmaker, which That's right. I'm trying to figure out what that means because it sounds like a fucking Pokemon card. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you're like a level 40 Charizard or something. But so, um, why don't so, you tell us? So there's basically different levels to Rolex certifications. And so... Um, I think all of my coworkers on the sales team, they're like level 20, which means they have been trained to size bracelets and that's it. And then level 30 is like a step above that. And you can do um, some of the modern movements and like oyster perpetuals, like simple stuff like that. And then level 40, which is where I'm at, you can do the professional cases. So uh, Submariners, GMTs, Explorer 2, that type of thing. Sky on top, No, Skydweller is level 50. There's like three of them, oh. and so or no you, level sixty. My mistake. And you're restricted to like the modern. No, not 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 stuff. exclusively. Okay. Uh, so I can do basically anything with a five digit model number and above. Okay. So that's like um, the one six zero one three, which is like you know your grandpa's yeah. Datejust. Yeah. yeah. I do a ton of those. Oh wow! But you can yeah. do sixteen seventy fives. I can do I can do sixteen seven five zero, but anything with a four digit model number is wow. is out of my yeah, out of my certification okay. range. Okay. Okay. Uh, hold on. So. He said level 20 changes bracelets. Yeah. Size. What the fuck is a level, level 10. 10? Yeah. I he just greet you at the door? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So the next the next level up for me would be Daytona, which would be Ooh. level 50. Level 50. That's, yeah. the, boss. That, that, that's the boss right there. That's, that's does that include wanna... the Zenith Tona? Um, I don't think so. No, it's only the last two generations. Like since the Daytona went in house. Right? Yeah. yeah the, the Zenith is four digits. So what's the highest level that one can hope to achieve? So, um. And do you have to kill someone to get up there? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's level 60, which is uh sky dweller and sea dweller. Damn. Um, there's like, I think last time I heard there was like a, a handful, maybe five watchmakers in the States that were at that level. Five. Yeah. Five. Yeah. So that's the ultimate goal. But Don't worry, folks. It'll be number six. <laughs> yeah, it'll be number six. They'll one make, of these days. One room. of these days. I was thinking, how did you become this Rolex watchmaker? And in my mind, what I was thinking, what I was playing in my head is probably not reality. But what I was playing in my head was that... You're this like abandoned pauper in the streets of Geneva, <laughs> and Jean uh, Frederic uh, Dufour picks you up into an orphanage and sets you on your way and teaches you everything. But that's probably not. I mean, what that's, happened. that's pretty close. That's pretty close, right? <laughs> no, I almost got no, it right. Uh, um, basically, I uh, I got into watches when I was like 11 or 12. My granddad gave me a pocket watch, and then sometime in high school, I tried to take it apart and I broke it. And uh, that was basically what started me on the like, okay, now I got to learn how to fix it. And then I like the, it was like a snowball effect. The more I learned about how to, you know, how watches worked, the more interested I got into it. And then I realized that it takes years of training to properly repair a, a pocket watch like that. And so... One thing led to another. I ended up going to watchmaking school, and um, once I graduated there, typically what a watchmaker does if they want a job with a certain company is they bench test for that company. 
And once you pass for Rolex, at least there's a, there's a training program or level 40 training, you know, for that's like the, the basis. So the bench test is like an audition. Yeah. Kind like, of. You hey, can think take, of it like that. Take this watch apart and put it back yeah, together again. Yeah. It's essentially you service one watch and, um, based on how you do on that, that one watch. And is, you do you know what no. it is or do it's just blind? It's blind? Yeah. yeah, you kind of go in blind, but it's, you know, it's going to be a Rolex caliber. So the bench test is, happens before any of the training though, right? So how Correct. Do, so yeah. how do you get your hand on a Rolex if you're, So you know? um, at school, my professor had an old 3035 okay. date just, so I got to practice on that. But a lot of people aren't so lucky. They mm-hmm. just kind of go in blind with the skills that they have and, and have to the, figure it out. Those are the people that work at TAG. <laughs> just kidding. Hey, just, just kidding. We love TAG. We love TAG. We love TAG. They're I coming love, to speak yep. with us. We all love them. Just tag's, kidding. TAG's great. So what, what does your day-to-day look like? Um, I kind of, my, my days differ cause, cause I kind of have a, a system in place, but I can kind of tell you the week schedule. Yeah. yeah. So, um, if you think about it from a, a service center standpoint, there's a few different stations where the watch goes, uh, throughout its, you know, visit to the service center. So one will be the, um, the estimators, the next will be the, um, the case gets disassembled and the movement gets cleaned and all of this is done by a separate um, technicians and then there then it goes to another person doing the dial in hands another person um, doing the regulation another person casing up and then it goes to quality control and so in my shop I have to do all of those jobs in a week by myself for for a handful of watches usually I do about five watches a week okay I was and gonna so, ask how many yeah yeah you the goal is five but sometimes it's, you know, a little less, a little more. I think my best week on record was like eight or nine, which I felt pretty good about. So I'm actually curious, mm-hmm. just to kind of segue this in, is that you know how to work in Rolex, like the back of your hand at this point. Right. Are you able to do a side hustle outside? Um, I think about that all the time. If I set up a shop at home, yes, but that takes a lot of investment. Okay. So, okay, so you can, so, so you can. Yeah, I, I have a little bit of freedom. Because we know, like, as an AD, like a sales rep, like, they have to be wearing, like, there's, it's super strict with, like, the ADs. Like, what can you do, what you can't say, what you well, have to... Well, yeah, the, the training for selling Rolex is pretty intense. I've been through it. Um, but what you wear isn't quite... I mean, you, you got to dress nice, but... I heard you have to wear, nice, like, a, but... a Rolex watch if no. you're selling no. a Rolex. No, no that's not true. Uh... No, I am the only... This is kind of a, kind of a little flex. I'm the Ooh. only employee... Uh, at our store that has a Rolex. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Y'all heard that? Level that's 40 right. charm. That's, that's right, that's right baby. Rolly. Hey, that but, ain't no but, uh, Charmander. Yeah, dude. That's, that's a not it. Charizard. That be, that being, graphic. That being said, I didn't buy it. It was a gift. So. Ooh. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Omit that maybe a little bit. Yeah. yeah. We're going to oh, cut that out. Um, just, <laughs> <laughs> we're not. Yeah, we're just but, kidding. Um, one thing I... We seem to forget all the time is a wrist check, oh, right? Man, what oh, man. Oh, right, right. Wrist check. All right. So what are you wearing, Brandon? Go. I got my... Uh, is it the king? S- no. Oh, I got the Speedmaster. Stupid ass Speedmaster. It's the new one. Is it the Sapphire Sandwich? Sapphire or no, Sapphire Sandwich. Ooh, it's let the me, new one. Take a little gander at that bad boy. Uh, it's, I call it the Omega Gimp suit because it gives me so much pain wearing it. It catches my, the, the bracelet catches my, uh, my hair all the time on my wrist. Did it you hurts. know that it's uh, about to die? The amplitude is super low. Oh, it just stopped. Oh, shit. 
Yo, manual wind watches, baby. He felt that shit, dude. By hand, like he, he just didn't even felt it. He didn't even he put didn't. it on the time grapher, dude. No, I just he, looked he just at the case it. back, bro. It's, he just felt it. You, when you when you see <sighs> the shit. when you can watch the balance wheel move, amplitude is that low that you can see it like without blur. Yeah, wind your watch. So today I'm wearing the Breitling. It's fucking Navitimer, but it's the monster <laughs> one, the one that's forty six. It, it is huge. It's huge, and I don't ever usually wear this and usually actually especially in the past couple of weeks since i got the apple watch i haven't worn anything but the apple watch. you got the what apple watch okay just i know people are gonna shit on it but you hey know. be yourself man that's right also uh, it that's plays right. spotify without my phone hey thanks for he just wound that oh, that's right this is now actually service. considered a service. Service. <laughs> service watch. Dude, yeah, that 38, authorized uh, Rolex. That, that 3861 is a beautiful movement, man. I love that. It's, it's nice. It's, it's beautiful. I could spend hours just looking at that. Yeah, it's like a cat toy, you know? <laughs> yeah. How about you, oh, Mr. Wait, I G? Didn't, yeah, I didn't. I didn't what you got on? What you got what on? You got on I, have, I have my uh, 36 millimeter Rolex Datejust reference oh, one. Oh, my. 36 boys That's again. Right. 36 Yo, gang. Winston, where you at? Where <laughs> 36 you at? 36 gang. wrecking crew. Yeah, oh this is the one two six two three four. It's got the new uh, thirty two thirty five. Oh, that! I love that movement so that much. That is fresh, man. Yep, so clean. Let me see that. So that beautiful, one. dude. Oh, ooh, this is pretty clean, but it is yeah, clean, all, clean, all silver. Clean. Ooh, it's pretty mm. pimping, I think. Yeah, yeah. Thirty six, man. Thirty six seems to be like a trend. Seriously, how off? Like, how about the Cellini line? What do you think of the Cellini line? I personally, this is kind of like a controversial opinion. I love the Cellini line. Is it okay? Cellini. I so it, it is it. called Cellini. It's called Cellini. I've, I've always said Cellini. That's what. I, that's what I've always called the Cellini, and we actually went over this before. Yeah, it is Cellini. Uh, yeah, it is Cellini. Well, from the level forty. It's it's funny because you do all this like <laughs> yeah from the level forty. It's Cellini. Cellini. But you do all this like reading online, and you don't know yeah, how not, things are you're pronounced. Not quite right? sure until you socialize like normal um, human beings. There's a video that I, I watched by Ginny L on YouTube. I don't know where exactly she's from, but she pronounced like all the German and French brands properly. Oh, nice. Because like she knows how to do it. And it's... Someone it who sounds, knows how yeah. to say the real name for J.J. LeCouter. LeCouter. <laughs> J.J. LeCouture or something like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Woof. It's it, Down in Texas, we don't care. Yeah, we just... Yeah, we just... I actually, we wanted, we wanted to know how to pronounce... Uh, well, we we pronounce it Rehot down here in Texas, but it's the is, is it is Reout. that Reout? Reout? Reout. Reout. Yeah, the H and is that silent. means uh, enhance or to raise in French, right? Or, or uh, to lower, comes. yeah, something oh, like that. To lower or something, dude. I am level four. No, out, out is as up. So yeah, Reout would be to re up. Essentially, re-up. <laughs> you heard it from the level forty guys. Re up. It's Reout. Reout. How do you say it again? Reout. 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 Like Reout. Yeah, Reout. Yeah. Can people here. call it the um? What's the other way? What's the other team term that people use? It's uh, the, flange, it was... the flange. The flange. What they call I've it? The flange. Literally sometimes? never heard that. I've, really? I've, I've I never heard, heard that. that no. Either. Uh, it must be a, like a watch you seek thing. That is some gutter shit. Some gutter. <laughs> I don't know where the hell I'm getting my info from. Not watch you seek because you got banned. Okay. Oh, you got banned from watch. I didn't get. Well, no, I got, no, he's I banned. Didn't, I didn't get. Well, Rip. hold on, hold on. I can still <laughs> use the forums. But I did speed posting so I could sell something. Right. And they they caught me and they were like, they said some shit. That's they said some shit to me. I'm like, come on, man. Let me just put the trades in at least. And he's like, nah, you're not good enough. That's like, why Thanks. you're in r slash watch exchange now? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I went to the gutter. Yeah, he went to the I went to the neckbeards because they, yeah. they'll right. accept anyone, man. That's they will. Right. They'll accept anyone. They will. Unless you have a really, really nice watch. 
But that's cool because um, <clears throat> that answered a lot of the things that I didn't know, like uh, pronunciations of shit. But yeah, how how about? Because I remember you said that you talk to customers. Every, every now and then, yeah, over then? the phone or something like that. Oh, okay. But have you ever had like some like Franken stuff come in? Um, and you're just usually, like, what do I do with usually this? Usually, it's not Franken. Um, if there's Rolex policy, if it's a if if it's an obviously fake dial, or uh, if if you open it up and there's a lot of like non genuine parts, <laughs> I I haven't ever seen anything that bad. Um, yeah, usually you just it's a denial of service. Ooh, um, denied. So I've had I've had a couple came in that were. Uh, uh, you know, fake dials, mm-hmm. even though the case was genuine. And I was like, nope, can't Denied. do Do you think do anyone got past the goalie on like maybe a set of hands that were... Oh, well, hands, that's fine. Yeah. You know, you can just replace the hands. Okay. Um, but okay. like... But dial's important. Yeah, big... Oh, case Im- is important. Case. Yeah, important bezel. appearance parts, if those are fake. Like a bezel insert, that's fine. You can just... That's like 40 bucks, you mm-hmm. know? But but so like... the ceramic? Uh, no, the ceramic, I think, is like 65 or something the- for the service replacement. That's it. I thought it was. I can. More. I can. I mean, I can check. But you got any Bakelite over there? Where you? Oh at? my god! No, that's uh, that's that's a, that's a little. Four, you can't, that's yeah, four that's a little too oh, old yeah. for for me. Well, it's you cool, can you can eat some and become like Spider Man <laughs> yeah. or something. Oh, right? Speaking of which, uh, like to shout out our sponsor for today's episode. Um, we would like to. <laughs> We you like this thing? Wait, the Radium I? Girls? The Radium Girls. Yeah, the Radium, radium Girls, girls. And, Starbucks. and Starbucks. And Starbucks. Hey, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, the croissants you sent us, the coffee. Delicious. Oh, Thank God. you very much. It's yes. making this podcast happen. Fantastic. Um, we received the the Dogecoin from, <laughs> from, from the Radium Girls already. Yeah. Thank you. R.I.P. From the beneficiaries of their... Uh, Say hi to Hans for us. We know you're all hanging out <laughs> yeah. together. Yep. Thank Having you. Thanks time. for listening. Well, we wanted to kind of... We, there's probably a lot of home watch hobbyists out right. there. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. And that's even how you got started. In kind a sense, of. Right? Kind of, yeah. In a sense. Um, so what about cheap Chinese tools? Are they good enough? Um, or can they, can they do what you do every day? No, you couldn't even get into the case backs with the stuff that... You properly without, yeah. without without messing it up damaging or, or scratching the case you can um, really not yeah. even with a duct tape ball well okay yeah you can you can kind of cheat your way around it with the duct tape ball okay but, boom okay but uh so, yeah but and how about like this yeah that crystal press crystal press yeah I, I was trying to mod a seiko uh-huh. and i swear to, i didn't know if it was me look at see how i bent it it's kind of like bent, dude. Wait, that wasn't that didn't come in. Like no, that? it was yeah, straight. It is bent. I was I bending the shit out of. It. I was trying to get it, and I kept on breaking the gaskets. Okay, and so I, think, I was like, I, I, I think give your up. problem might have been technique, not tools. Okay, I think that's <laughs> hey, hey, that's, no, that's the reality. Yeah, of it. no, no offense, but it, you know, it does take training to do a lot of these operations properly. Okay, you know, so I can't um, blame the tool. You should take a little bit can, of offense. You though. can blame yeah. the tool for a little bit, you know, of because I I wouldn't want that case press to replace the one that I have. But yeah, you can you can do you know this and that that's why with we're level the... zero yeah <laughs> <Exactly>. level zero <laughs> we're trying to get cheat codes yeah level, right level zero. Oh, i figured out what level 10 is level zero is just your everyday customer that walks through the door and level 10 is the special clients that actually get the watches Ooh. Ooh. there you go yeah. there you go he said not the tire kickers yeah not the tire kickers <laughs> yikes Woo. no actually honestly though we do have you know every now and then a person come in and and when we can tell that they really want the watch the the salesperson will work with them to, yeah. to do their best because the you know the sales they want 
to sell watches as much as the customers want to buy them. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're all just as frustrated, I think. Right. And I think that's something that a lot of customers fail to realize. They they, like they kind the of sh- place the blame on the, the AD. shortage. Shortage <laughs> affects the AD yep. as much as it does the customers. So maybe even more so. To the next question for watch hobbyist repair, right? Yeah. Ultrasonic baths. Uh huh. What's what can you use? What should you use for like detergents? Yeah. So there's um. I mean, if if you want to use the real stuff, mm-hmm. uh, LNR watch uh, cleaning solution, okay. like case cleaning and does solution. It, and that comes like pre-mixed and everything pre-mixed. like that? No, no, well, so so basically you do, what I do is about one part of that solution to to five or six parts water. Wow. Um, okay. And, and so that's, because it's, that solution is a very thick, soapy solution, mm. um, but you put it in there, heat it up. One thing I will recommend against, don't put the watch head in there, just do the bracelets and okay. then use a soft toothbrush to get that, uh, that soapy substance and then just kind of brush your watch off because the heat from those tanks will like, uh, shrink the gaskets, the gaskets yeah. and, and okay. you can compromise your, your water resistance. So I have way. a question because I shower with all yeah, of my I, watches. I listen, to, I listen to the podcast. So I shower with them right? and like, that's how I clean it. It would is it uh, not advisable to not, shower? I, I wouldn't Shit. do it. Yeah, you're wrong. It. Oh, what, uh, no. So my dad. And listens. here's why. Okay. Here's why. Um, Here we go. So the soaps that are made oh, for your body shit. and your skin get ruined. Jay. Are, just get ruined. Get cut down a peg. <laughs> they are not designed for watches, and sometimes the the mineral composition in those soaps can have a negative effect on the steel or the gold in your watch. God. So I personally, I wouldn't do it. It doesn't affect. Like water resistance or anything, just um, unless case. you're taking really hot showers and holding the watch steamy. like right. Yeah. No, n- you know. Okay. See, also, also, unless you have like a screw down crown, don't go in a hot tub with a watch. Oh I've, shit, yeah. I do that really? all the time. Hot, uh, yeah, I Wait. honestly, 200 meters water resistance or nothing in a hot tub. That's how. That's how. So, I So, so my Grand Seiko that right. my wife got me mm-hmm. is 100 mm-hmm. meters, Does and it? it's not screwed down. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I've been on hot like a ton of hot. And is so, that because it the the heat shrinks yep, the gasket? The heat to the gasket. Oh, that Fuck. is nuts, man. I yeah, didn't a lot know of that. a lot of people don't think that. about it, but I never thought of that because I mean, like the Sea Dweller. I wear the Sea Dweller. On the hot tub. Yeah, yeah. and usually, usually, yeah. like if if the gaskets are fresh, it's not. It sh- it probably won't be an issue. Can hold up a bit. Right. Can take a beating. Right. But but when you're towards the end of your service interval, hmm. like like eight years or so, I'd I'd be real cautious. All right, you babe. heard it here first from Watch Cringe, man. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. That's the that's day cool. I that I mean, is a cool factoid. Because <clears throat> like you know. Like I've always showered with it, never had an issue. Always right. went to hot tubs with it, never had an issue. I think that's so. Just... Are you gonna keep on showering yeah. with them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, mean, he didn't say that like it affected the water resistance or anything. Yeah, no. At the end of the day, it is your watch. You can do what you want yeah, with you, it, yeah. and you know, yeah. That's why. But now I know to avoid. Now you know the hot tub with my grand push down. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't. I only get in a hot tub with a dive watch or my G Shocks on. That's it. Oh, I and, love G-Shocks. What are your thoughts on the Royal Broke? I've had two of them. I love that watch. Dude, it's I great. love that one. Yeah, I've got, the, I've got the yellow one and the clear one. Mm. Did you see the steel ones that they made? Yeah. It's kind of, no, you're not, not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. Holy not shit, fan. I love okay. it. Okay. Kind, of, kind of, I think having a metal G-Shock is kind of cringe, you know what I mean? Oh! <laughs> Damn. Because like the, the whole point of the G-Shock is to have a, a piece of rubber that you can throw at a wall and not even worry about. You could throw the steel one at the wall. Yeah, no but then problem. you got to worry about the wall. Yeah, oh. you have to worry about the wall or the person <laughs> you're throwing it at. Exactly. So in front of you, I have right. some 
I hope are mm-hmm. high class oils. So for I, watchmaking. I see one that I use here every day. The Mobius, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mebius. 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 Yeah. He's Mebius. He's, pre- he's teaching us how to speak, Jay. Mebius. For the first time. See, this is English is not my first language. I can Me either. I didn't yeah. I yeah. Actually, it is my first and only language. <laughs> <laughs> not mine, not mine. There's lying out of your so, ass over here. So, can you go through each one, tell sure. us what what the oil is oh. and where would you use it in the watch? I'll take a picture too for the record, yeah, just because it makes it a lot easier for you guys to notice. Sure, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Here. take your little pic. Because we're gonna we're gonna put it on the IG, and uh, you can learn from us. We're we we're not all dick jokes on this podcast. We <laughs> have we have some uh, some, some knowledge, a little bit of class, yeah, a little a little. <clears throat> okay, so I'll start with the the ninety ten. Um, that is uh, something that's used on the gear train on the the lower torque components. So um, escape wheel and seconds wheel. Um, and is that? Do you put that in the in the cup in the, in the like in the, in the, the jewel, jewel cup? Okay, yeah. okay. This ninety, this ninety ten. It's a thicker one. It's actually thinner. Oh, yeah. thinner. I have no and idea. the next one, what do we got here? So this is a natural grease. Um, I think natural greases have not been used in modern watchmaking <laughs> for like okay. years. The guy on eBay told me that they were though. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, so so this would be used to um, like. If you're an antiquarian horology, so like servicing old pocket watches and stuff like that, um, some people like to use only the lubricants that were available at that time. And so you could use natural greases and stuff like that to lubricate setting mechanisms and stuff like that. 9501 is next. That is a synthetic lubricant. Um, hold on. Let me let me look at this. Real yeah, quick. He's, he's actually capping it right now, looking at it, smelling it, tasting it. He's using not, all of his senses I'm right now. I'm not tasting it. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, that good. So I'm I'm pretty sure 9501 is escapement grease. Um, mm. It's it's used to lubricate the uh, the the jewels on the pallet. The jewels fork? on the pallet fork, precisely. Yeah. And is that one thicker or that thinner? one is much thicker? Yeah. Because it's just taking a beating all the time. Well, right? it's or? um so it's taking sliding friction rather than oh. um um you know the rotational. rotational friction. So rotational is thinner. Sliding is thicker. Generally, yes. Okay. Yeah. Or, or you can also think of it as the higher level of torque in the area that needs to be lubricated, the thicker the lubricant is going to be. Do that. And what do we? What's the last one there? Um, this is this is D five microgliss, and I don't remember what it's used for actually. So <laughs> okay, that's a special I think, one. I think it might be a quartz, uh, quartz. lubricant. Quartz. Yeah, for quartz. Yeah, you can service quartz watches. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, put yeah, a yeah. new battery, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a new... <laughs> yeah, he put that on yeah. the battery. Yeah, he put that on yeah. the battery. That makes sense. We hope you uh, like that uh, very insightful run through of, of all these oils. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a little a little uh, not super fresh on all of these, except for the 9010, because I haven't used 9501 in a while, and I haven't used the other two, I think, at all. So No, you're good, man. You ask yourself, well, this is all why, does, the cuff. why does Brendan have these? Yeah, why do you have these? I actually... Uh-huh had bought this uh Bulova watch actually mm-hmm. i have it over here let me bring right it oh man i already that gave 11 me... acd something okay I don't yeah, know what the hell yeah, it yeah. Is. I've, I've got a couple but of i had disassembled that and put it back together by my own but it it still was not working i mean it, it works it like ticks for a bit and then it just stops it's completely hosed but i'm sure you could look at it maybe yeah and... you probably have an in shake in shake problem somewhere that's usually like if it's Ooh. if it will run for a little bit and then stop yes that means there's not enough space between the pinions and the jewels oh, so interesting. uh in order to fix that 
either new that, jewel? either that, or no, not new jewel. You just move the jewel. Hmm. Um, so either wow. that, or the pinions might be broken or bent, mm-hmm. and or one of the jewels might be chipped and you didn't see it. There, there's so many things that it could. You got to get be. in there, right? I hate the way you have this stored. By the way, you got to put it in like a bag. <laughs> I have this in like a jam jar. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, listen to it. This is the ASMR. No, no, no. no that's not the that. ASMR. He hates that. That's not it. That's not. Look at him smashing no. that. He hates that stuff. That's, it's like his kryptonite. He comes in here. No, you sit down. You get down now. <laughs> if if those pinions are damaged, they are worse now. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> That so, movement just got fucked up. So Mr. Level 40, though, he brought in some watches of his own. I did, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's take him out and let's see him. Sure. So I heard on the, the first podcast y'all were talking about the watches that get you into watches. And so yes. I have I have six of my personal collection, probably like the Core 6, as well as the, the one on my wrist. Um, and so the first watch that I bought when I got into watches while I was in high school An is the, the green Alpinist. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of the price now? I think it's awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> he fucking has awesome. one. Yeah. It's justified. Yeah. I, uh, I got it for 300 bucks while I was in high school. I know that there's probably going to be some people who are going to be listening who are interested in getting to the field of work that you do. Right. I know yeah. that there's a couple of like younger kids that like I got introduced to that are like watch guys and they service mm-hmm. their shit mm-hmm. like themselves. They're in high school. And I, I would, I would advise be very careful doing that. Cause it's very easy to damage a watch if you don't have the proper training. So buy a bunch it. of like cheaper shit. And yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Either that or the Etta, I think 6197. Um, it's a, a big pocket watch movement. It's like 17 jewels. Best practice movement you can start with, like it's the, the three hander, basically. Yeah, three hander. Yeah. The AWCI build a watch. Yep. Start, I was talking start to on you that. about the AWCI yeah. earlier. Start, okay. start on that. So and yeah, well, how about advice though for pursuing a career yeah, in watchmaking? Um, what so, do you give? So start looking into schools. There's tons of them. Um, there's a few different routes you can go. You can you can go to uh, you know the the schools that are affiliated with either Richemont or Swatch or Rolex. Um, Rolex has one in Pennsylvania called Lidditz Watch Technicum. That is a very good school. Hmm. Um, but there's also programs at like uh, junior colleges in, in different areas, and you can find very good value for money in education there. Um, but yeah, I would just recommend start looking into uh, the different programs and, uh, you know, find one that works for you and, and apply. Nice. Nice. I mean, I think that that's cool. Like the whole getting into watches, it's something that you enjoy making a career out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you don't come across a watchmaker every day. Not a level 40. Not a le- Especially not a level especially. Rolex level 40. Official certified master GMT Rolex. Just okay, know that on. when he <laughs> just know when he hits level 60, it's over for you bitches. That's yeah, he's coming right. for you, man. That's right. I honestly, I've been <laughs> I've been on the training list for level fifty for like two years. I'm and and the, well, I guess since COVID started, pretty much. So what does that entail? How, does uh, it, what, what, so how do you train to get to the next level? What do you do? Basically, there's there's a program that Rolex has, and uh, you go and basically service the the Daytona movements and the cases and get up to speed on all that. It's like I think caliber is forty one thirty. Yeah. Yeah, you get up to speed on the 4130s and the, the you know, differences in servicing that case. Mm. And then you, you know, get back to it. And uh, another, I just, another word that came to me that I don't uh. know how to pronounce. Okay. <laughs> e- Ebok. It's like the. Isn't it? Ebosh. Ebosh. I don't know. Ebosh. 
E-bosh. E-bosh. I, you if know, you know how. E-bombs I, world. E-bombs world. That's what it is. <laughs> That'll probably fly over. That's another throwback, too. man. I like the throwbacks. What's, what's, let's do a little more interactive again. Yeah. I wanted okay. to, so I got this, this Orient Chrono Ace and there's a weird thing that happens on the time grapher with this thing. Okay. And I want to know what your take is. So I'm just going right. to, th- you know what? It's probably not, I don't think I can wind this. I have to shake it. Right. Like a, yeah. I tried like to, I tried shake. to wind that earlier and it felt like it's not, yeah, it's, there's, it's busted. Yeah. It felt like, um, there's a, uh, one of the, the winding gears is missing teeth. shredded or whatever. Yeah. 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 What are they, is that? What do they call it? Shredded? I just say it's Stripped. missing teeth. Missing teeth? Yeah. Okay. So let me get this thing wound up. My God, he has been jerking his arm for like 30 seconds at this point. Okay, let's put this on here. Go ahead. All right. What do we got? So he's putting it on the time grapher. That's what that is, right? Oh, that's ASMR. Okay. It's... Right off the bat, your amplitude is way too low. That needs to be serviced. Okay. Okay, that's good. Yeah, your so your amplitude at um, pretty much full wind uh, after that that winding you know show that you gave us, uh, it should not be anywhere below about two seventy five, okay. and right now it's at one ninety four, so that's way too low. There was this weird thing it was doing, and it's not doing it anymore. Okay, but so, it was doing this like kind of like. Right, so so that a, a wavy pattern, the essentially. wavy pattern, the wobble, that, right? They call it the, the wobble. wobble. Yeah, that means that um, one or more of your wheels or teeth are out of um, alignment; they're out of center or flat. So essentially, it's not trued, and um, basically, either that wheel needs to be um, flattened out again. Or it needs to be replaced. Okay. Do you want a technical explanation for why that happens? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes, so, please. That's what, yes. So essentially, um, if you think about gears, they're, when they transfer energy from one gear to the next, yeah. if it's not you know, perfectly perpendicular, um, the, the, the gear to the pinion, if that's not perfectly perpendicular, it's not going to be as efficient as possible. Mm. So if it's tilted up just a little bit, you lose tension or you lose a little bit of power. Mm. Um, if you, well, you lose a little bit of power in the transfer either way, but you, you lose more if it's like it's, less efficient of right, transferring that power. Precisely. Yeah, okay. Precisely. And so when you have a wavy wheel like that, as it rotates, it's, um, you know, it'll be either, it'll go from flat to up a little bit and then back down a little bit. So that will cause an uneven, um, distribution of force from one gear to the next. Okay, that makes sense. And so, oh. so that is reflected by the balance wheels. It's kind of uh, like when someone runs over your bicycle wheel and it's like kind of pancaked yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it's right. kind of like yeah. that. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, well, thank you, like that. thank you, thank you so much for that. That was that. awesome. That's rad as fuck. Yeah, definitely needs to be serviced though because the amplitude is way too low. So I would. Uh, and what is this lift angle thing? Because I know uh, lift that, angle is essentially. Yeah. Um, so, because I know you it think about the amplitude re- uh, so, reading, right? Right, readout, right. Right. So, if you think about um, the pallet fork delivering, well, that's a yeah, that's okay. That's so, a so he just put right his brightling on here, two hundred ninety degrees amplitude. That's great. Oh, now, that's great. Yeah, that's yeah, great. That's good, dude. Now, if we put it into uh, three high position, it it'll drop. The amplitude will drop a little bit over over time. And it just did, dude. This guy is. Level 40 legit. <laughs> I just saw that thing drop before my very own eyes. Yeah, it's down to 275 now. And but so minus 17 seconds a day. Damn, it's not bad. Not, it's okay. not bad. I was about to Damn, say he that. said not bad. Okay. Hold Suck on, bro. Dick. I'm, <laughs> I'm, that's so legit, I'll man. flex on y'all real quick. I'll oh, put my, my old ass. Uh, okay, yeah. 
This is level my old 40 long about jeans. to fucking show He's us about to his kill long us right jeans. Now. He's Go about ahead, to kill bro. us with a vintage on, watch. Yeah. So, uh, sometimes amplitude you can uh you can oh wait hold on let me yeah just, asmr then. oh i just it just got to full wind as uh, i put yeah. it ah, Damn. that was a good asmr wine great. though yeah Shit. minus four seconds a day that's pretty good Beat air leaves a little bit to be desired amplitude is a little low but it's minus, a how minus, old is this watch though it's from the 40s yeah so, that thing's yeah. great condition it's insane that's a great condition watch. I'm impressed. By, by the way, if anyone wants to buy any of these watches, that are not <laughs> level 40 to touch, they are Rolex certified and serviced. Level 40. Level 40 Rolex certified. Yep. I actually, I actually haven't gotten a chance to service a couple of these, but I every service... watch he touches turns to a Rolex. <laughs> it has been serviced as as long as he's touched it. Yeah. Service. Yeah, every time I wind a watch, it's considered a full service. <laughs> and you know what's a little bit funny? Uh, one of our ads just hit me up because he saw the story. No. Yeah, he says. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you say? He what wants. Say? He support. wants to hop on. Yeah, hop on the he, gravy train. Because he baby. needs to hear. You know, he says the world needs to hear from an ad. You know, set the record straight. Shit. Oh. Yeah, I th honestly, I agree because okay. ads okay. get what? a lot of they get a lot of shit on like the forums for oh yeah, you know, uh, yeah. the Rolex yeah, they, they're, they're crucified right yeah people think that they're we have their anger out on them yeah That's people it. think we have all of the desirable models in a case in the back I don't even yeah. like I haven't even seen a, a sub or a GMT in a in a complete steel case in months wow and, like, and it's like what would you do in that position if you were running a jewelry store. And you had like one Daytona coming in that year. It who are you going to give it to? The highest yeah. buyer. Your, your loyal customer. The, yeah. Someone who's shopped with you before. The like, guy who why bought would you give a Nor Kane. Person? <laughs> yeah, the guy who bought the Kane. Yeah, the exactly. first ever Nor Kane. Exactly. That's who gets That's it. That's who gets the Daytona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. We went straight to Daytona. Yeah, Just we were talking about Daytona over right Pepsi. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> jumped over the Pepsi. <laughs> It'd be funny if I just keep on using that excuse. Like, come on, man. Like, I bought a Norcane from yeah, you. Yeah, come like, on. One time, like 10 years ago, man. The Norcane, the first sale. The first one. You don't remember that? How rude. I hope you're all, all of you that are listening or taking notes, we are going to quiz you. And if you get it wrong, <laughs> we're going to put a, pay, what, what a paywall on the, uh, oh. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're going to put a paywall on the, on the podcast. That's really aggressive on episode two. I'm just kidding. Yeah, damn, bro. We're going to be free. Free, free, free. For a long time. For a long time. Don't worry. Probably forever. Yeah. What's the point? That's right. Bonus episodes we're gonna get on Patreon or We're what? gonna get canceled yeah, on stream. Yeah, <laughs> canceled by premium. Christmas. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. So what's the point of putting anything on there? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean that's all really my uh technical, technical yeah. stuff. Sure. So let's let's get to some of the nitty gritty shit. Right? Uh oh. There we go. He mentioned he was an Eagle Scout and he loves oh, Tacomas. No. I do love Tacomas. I know, I know, like, there's a lot of people who love Tacomas. Yeah, there's kind of like a... Two of three people in this room yeah. have a Tacoma. It's not me. It's kind of like a What's cult up? following around Tacomas, I think. It Very is, much so. Yeah, because they, they're, they've been, you know, they're kind of a proven, reliable truck, and they are mm -hmm. nuts on trails. Yeah? So, yeah. See? Dude, the... Brendan has admitted to me he's never used crawl control or Yikes. Uh, or been on a trail in his TRD. However, the the crawl control on those things is crazy, man. It's yeah. it's like mind boggling. The camera system I have in there mm -hmm. is insane. What year is yours? Uh, twenty twenty one. Okay, yeah, oh, wow. yeah. You got and all the fancy upgrades. Yeah, it's like, dude, when I'm parking, it's like a bird's eye view of my car. Like, I'm yeah, like, how, how does yeah, it do that? Crazy. How do, how do cars do that? So it has cameras on the front, like back, and sides, on? and then it's like this algorithm that just processes the images to, like, turn it flat. 
It's like the it's just it's crazy. Yeah. But they also do it for when you're going off roading. It will show you what's underneath your car because mm-hmm. it plays back the last like five seconds or whatever to show you like what's actually underneath. So you can like yeah. go over like rocks and you know yeah. very carefully. It's pretty cool if you don't know how to drive off road. Uh, that's exa- <laughs> that, that's why it's a beginner's off road. Yeah, it's a beginner's package. Yeah, Sign no, it's up. it's a like it's I I you know I joke about that because I don't have all the all the goodies. I have a 2016 limited four x four. So like basically I have four wheel drive and that's it. But it's you know. But, yeah, I, but then you look at your truck. You have a fucking tent. I do have a yeah, tent. On it. He has a house on wheels. He lives in his truck actually. That's he, not true. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm over here. I do. I, I drive my wife's car. It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a 2020 Toyota Corolla. And 2020 also, though. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's fresh. It, it is. is fresh. It's got warranty fresh still. The lot, it's baby. the same exact car that Saul has, but in a different body. Saul has the Lexus RF. Whatever. Oh yeah, right. It's the same yeah. thing. Same thing. We yeah. have one more thing. We have the ASMR thing. Yeah. What are we doing for ASMR? All I, right. I want the, one of the get from the guests. So this is. This is the nice. uh, the new thirty two thirty five caliber. Oh, that doesn't sound good. You don't like it? <laughs> it's, it's a rough wine, but sometimes people no, like act- it rough, man. It's uh, oh. it's actually pretty smooth for automatic. Shout out there's, to my um, <laughs> Wow. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you want me to edit that one out? Sorry. Signing off, guys. Hey, hey thanks. Uh, thanks again level to Level Forty for coming. Level on. Forty came out. Thanks for having hey, me, guys. We'll probably have fun. him again at some point yeah. when he hits level That's fifty a lot or sixty. Of knowledge. I, I was like smooth brain when I first came here. Now I got, <laughs> now some, got ridges. Huh? I got some ridges. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. think about that stuff every day, baby. Take it easy. Take it easy. Bye.